this week on the program. We're all going to hell tonight because we're talking Event Horizon. I'm Andrew Jupin. Stephen Sadak, X-Fairness. Uh, Eric Siska. And Chris Cabin. And we hate movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in. As always, indeed, this is a bit of a we like movies situation. Yeah, absolutely. This is or a this, fun one. It's like, oh, movies are pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it was pretty cool. Imagine a Hellraiser movie with actual actors. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, that's it, rude. Literally that, but. This is Paul W.S. Anderson's Event Horizon from 1997, uh, starring Sam Neill. And uh, Larry Fishburne, of course. Of course. Charlie Richardson. Oh, yeah, this yeah. is a big cast. Kathleen Quinlan. Yep. Hell yeah. Uh, Jason Isaacs. Uh, Jason Isaacs, That's of right. course. That's right. A couple That's other folks. Right. Not as big. Oh, a uh, flubber. Flubber came <laughs> back. <laughs> a lot of space flubber. I was flubber in space. Yes. Wish the flubber played a little more into this movie. Is that how that talk. movie ended? They got like, we, oh, we got to get rid of this flubber. And they <laughs> throw it into shoot into space. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right. I oh, don't know. oh, we've opened a dimension to hell. Oh, <laughs> oh. Ooh, ah, you're going to bounce right into hell. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Ah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I feel like probably at the end of that Robin Williams flubber, it's like we learned to make friends with the flubber. No. Yeah. Oh, it's like working for him or something. Yeah. It's not Satan's, you know, messenger or anything like that. I don't know. I never saw that flubber, to be totally honest with you. Oh, I definitely maybe did. Maybe when I was a disgusting shit boy, very young, but I don't really remember. No, I don't think I saw it. I think I remember. Wasn't there like a turbulent scene on the basketball court or something. Oh, I think he's doing a slam dunk. Ooh, No slam dunks in this movie, though, but I think this might be the closest Paul W.S. Anderson has come to a slam dunk. This is his best movie, right? Probably. I mean, Mortal Kombat's kind of up there, too, as far as Paul W.S. Anderson I think this is my favorite. I really enjoy this one, because I also like Hell. Yeah, yeah. I'm into hell. And I like space. And I like how they just can't just say it's hell. Like they they keep on cutting around. We keep going. We are bending over backwards to be like, we crossed into another dimension that was another place. Here's the thing I am an absolute sucker for any time we are totally ripping off the alien movies. Like, not ripping off, but like Mm -hmm. a crew. In is in hyperspace, they wake up and uh oh, bad shit starts happening. Working class crews, exactly. yeah, cigarette really smoking mm-hmm. crews. I'm a yep. big fan. Like, Look, I love alien, I love those alien movies, and I'll watch all the ones that are ripping it off. If you're into r- ripping off movies, you couldn't ask for something better than this. Movie. <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> Hellraiser is right there. Apparently, I just read that Clive Barker at least was a consultant on the beginning. Really? Is that right? I so thought like they maybe- just ripped him off, and he <laughs> yeah. he was he was Clive Barker instead of Clive Biter, <laughs> because uh, he could have really gotten a lawsuit he if could, he uh, did not, I guess, work on the film. I sure. guess so, because also and also the uh, the original Gateway was supposed to be like just smooth, but then uh, Paul W. Sanderson was like. Well, I kind of want it to look more like the the puzzle box, which it winds up doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you wow, know what I mean. Yeah. So it's just like because it, I I guess that's why when. Uh, she says, or no, when he says, I have such wonderful sights to show you or whatever, like right. literally does it. 
I guess it's more that's an a homage as opposed to like <laughs> we're lifting it yeah. whole cloth. You know what? Scrap the whole spaceship idea. I think we should put this all in a house. Oh, cool. And yeah. maybe Ooh, like yeah. focus mm-hmm. all the action to the attic. Do we have any Deep Space Nine actors we could have be <laughs> the dad by any chance? Now, what about something, something weird World War II flashbacks? <laughs> Whatever happened to the guy who played the villain from Dirty Harry? <laughs> Does anybody know? Didn't that guy wind up on Deep Space Nine? Andrew Robinson. You're doing the same thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can we have a, like a, a posh, like sadomasochistic lady? Yes. Yes. <laughs> now we've got it. We're really we're, we're short on traumatized daughters. <laughs> but I want to mention this film starts out with you get the beautiful Paramount logo, and what's this? We're panning up, and there are stars. I just like that the Paramount Mountain yes. exists in the world of Event Horizon. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. The Paramount Mountain is going to go to hell, you think? Oh, <laughs> it's, would, it's there now. It's exactly. there right now. It's called Paramount Plus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh there are so many things on this mountain. <laughs> oh, wait, nothing's here? Weird. What do you mean we can't leave the mountain? <laughs> the mountain? This is hell. The mountain is just premier jackass forever. <laughs> All hail the mountain. <laughs> These guys are messing with their willies next to me, and I'm supposed to be doing Picard. <laughs> Great. And now Dora the Explorer is here. Fantastic. Oh, Kevin Costner, what's that? You're doing cowboy shit again, you say. <laughs> Fabulous. A bunch of insurrectionists will love that. <laughs> Uh, uh, yes, and we even get the uh, the names of the actors and whatnot being sucked into space's butthole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Prodigy and prodigy-esque music is all <laughs> I love it. I, I, I know that's not good to say, but I do. No, no, I loved funky oh, shit. Good. That was the, uh, the trailer had funky shit also in it. That was like, oh, I'm seeing this movie. Funky but. shit is the song. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> but rude. also like the it's tune the vibe. That's, that's some funky I, shit. I, I, oh my god, no, that's I, the funky shit. I couldn't tell if you were being like, oh, like they had funky shit in it, or like funky shit in quotes. So no, no, this one they say funky shit, and the other song they say smack my bitch up. God, that was the Prodigy song. There's another one that says fire starter and uh, <laughs> breathe. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. with me. Breathe the pressure. Right? Yes, never, the never did. The, never did the industrial. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, you... that's not actually industrial. Oh, Steve. That's, uh, more of a <laughs> oh, here we go. Techno. There, there we go. go. Yeah. There we are. There we are. Stop the tweet. To tell yeah, you the just truth. let me just jump into the event horizon, then, Chris. <laughs> all right. Well, in twenty fifteen, might as well just call it bubblegum. In twenty fifteen, we all remember that year. Uh-huh. Sure. The moon colonies first fully colonized or whatever. I gotta say, this movie. You know what? You see something from like the 70s where it's like you know like fucking silent running where it's like yeah. oh yeah sure it's like 2021 or something like <laughs> yeah, that 2022 yeah. whatever but like this movie was 1997 and they're just like all right yeah in like under 20 years we're gonna colonize the moon very optimistic uh, very yeah optimistic i i want to raise my hand in the middle of this uh the, all the laying out of what happened because i was like excuse me I don't care. <laughs> Nobody cares. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. At yeah, all. like it doesn't come up at all oh, in yeah? the movie. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Well, in 2030, we you know we start mining on the moon. Of course we do. Um, sure. What does that have to do with the 24- movie? <laughs> <laughs> 
2040, the event horizon goes to the boundaries of solar systems, blah, blah, blah. They, they say that later. What does that have to do with the movie? And now, this is about the movie. 2040, the event horizon. That's the name of the film, Chris. Uh-huh, sure. It's also the name of a ship. It is a Got ship. It. And uh, it's going to explore the boundaries of the solar system. And in 2047 is now. Ooh, there's good now. information. There's the actual information we needed. Was now. what time it is now? You don't even need. You honestly don't even need to say. Probably you can just not. be like, "Hey, future shit." Yeah. So 25 years from now, uh-huh. we are sending spaceships to the edge of Jupiter space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever, right. whatever, dude. Like it just. <laughs> hey, man, just yeah, just go uh, explore the boundaries of space. Whatever you see out there. Yeah, no, oh. this should be a manned flight. Yeah, that'll drive him oh, crazy. No. Be sure to write it down. Whatever you see out there, <laughs> write it down. Well, we got plenty to spend. You can go just keep on doing it. We don't, don't, money is no object. You know what? If you go out there and it breaks down and whatnots, we'll just build another one and send you back. Endless money to explore the boundaries of space. Watch a few drillion. That's right. I got a new number going. Drillion. A lot of money. But I guess the thing, right, is also like we're not really exploring the boundaries of space. This is all the government cover up. Mm. That's Mm. right. It was revealed later that what what was it? Because it's it's doing the crazy Event horizon through the paper yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was to test uh, uh, the hell drive. I mean, the the, the, the <laughs> super faster than drive. Li- faster than light speed travel. That's what we're trying yes. to do. Yeah, which like I don't know why that has to be a government secret at the end of the day. Now, yeah, everybody on Earth could have been really excited. Here's this new thing we're looking to achieve, so on and so forth. But, but then you got to get Sam Neil on fucking live television, being like, okay. Here's the centerfold of this woman going <laughs> to fold in half. This is how the, the thing that costs like several trillion dollars works. We, the, the pencil through the centerfold. That's it. It has to be a secret because you don't want, you know, the Chinese or Russians colonizing hell first. We got to get in there. Put our flag in hell. You know, we never did event horizon those pizzas. One of these days. Oh, yeah. right. We said once on the show we would event horizon a whole pie. Yeah, but I feel like we, there was a stipulation that we put on it, didn't we? Where it was like, if something happened, oh, yeah, well, we would event horizon a pizza, and I just don't think we achieved I think whatever something that was. Happened. If, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Oh, something happened already. Right. If Coda wins the Academy Award. <laughs> oh, no. Well, we must be in hell. The Yeah, so it's the first is the nightmare sequence with uh, Sam Neill. Yeah, yeah. The great he, Sam Neill. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like uh, his. So what we're doing the release dates here. So this is the third of like three like genre films of some kind where Sam Neill goes batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. At least three that I can think of because it's Possession. Uh, and then the the carpenter flick uh, mouth of madness in the mouth of madness, and then uh, this one. Anything else where he's going crazy? Well, the others, but you know those. That's the holy trinity right there. In yeah. o- Omen three goes crazy with political power. Oh, that's right. Damien elected to Congress or yeah. whatever happens. I watched it. Uh, I think in 2020, but I couldn't tell you. You know what's funny? Because we were mentioning off the air, like a, a bunch of us just happened to be in different phases of a Seinfeld rewatch. And I forget where it falls, but there was one recently where we were watching it and there's a throwaway line where George tells someone that he got caught stuck up late because he was watching Omen 3 on TV. <laughs> and it's awesome. Like, you couldn't get to bed because Omen 3 was relatable, a, dude. A big yeah, Sam Neill fan. He probably loves a cry in the dark. He also goes <laughs> crazy in that one, but it's for a good reason. 
Uh, Dingo ate his baby. Oh, he, that's right. If you, I mean, he goes crazy in Jurassic Park three. He returns to Jurassic Park. You got to yeah. be crazy to return to Jurassic <laughs> Park. That is pretty yeah. cuckoo. Oh, but right. you know what? He got duped by William H Macy in that movie. That dinosaur is talking to him in that <laughs> that's too. Right? True. Like, hey, Alan. <laughs> and that was I a have dream. such one. Oh, right. To show right. you. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. There's a yeah. dream sequence yeah. in that movie. <laughs> hey, I have such wonderful sights to show you, Alan. Hey, Doctor Grant, open my prehistoric <laughs> puzzle box. I don't know. I gotta say, being. In, in, in an island full of dinosaurs is fairly close to hell for me. Oh, yeah. it's worse. It's worse than hell. At least hell is relatable. There's yeah. sights and sounds you were it, familiar with. Oh, there's a knife. Oh, there's Hitler. And it's all out in front. It's not hidden. Like yes, the, rap- the raptors are in the jungle. Right. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, Satan just- is very straightforward. He's a he's a cut above your regular person. <laughs> no nonsense, fella. As I understand mm, it, great guy. Uh, friend of the show. Now, <laughs> this, please help us. Honestly, this, only uh, you can amplify this show. Eric Siska, as can you shall receive. Could you rate, review, and retweet the show, please, sir? Oh, $10 a month sounds a little <laughs> steep for me. That's a top tier Patreon. You get so much for that. I'll just take the bonus episode at $5 you a month. You can at least go to eight, One sir. One star. Have you oh, seen no. a collection of less masculine <laughs> men in your life? Listen, nope. the next is a good show. <laughs> I would retweet you, but uh, I know this is going to be weird, but I, I only have 800 followers on Twitter. <laughs> you would think I have more, but my boss, Joe Rogan, he's kind of beat me to it. My fuck. You think, like, if Satan had a Twitter handle, he would intentionally only follow 666? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, oh, I'm yeah. around 600-something. I was thinking of bumping my number up to 666. You fo- should do it, dude. Oh, yeah. Maybe that that's... A- dude, you could yeah. achieve... Like, you could become Satan, maybe. Oh, that the, you know. what, a, what that would be. Uh, man, I'm blushing. What <laughs> an honor. But so, yeah, so the nightmare sequence. Yeah, he's having a nightmare of he is floating in a spaceship. And it's basically how Sam Neill looks at the end of the movie. But I think hair is still on his head. Yes. Yeah. Kind of the only difference here. And he mm-hmm. wakes up in a cold sweat. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of doing a little bit of Solaris in so much as like, it's a weird space movie, very atmospheric. And you guessed it, this dude's got a dead wife that's haunting him. Dead, dead wife. <laughs> dead, 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 dead wife. <laughs> yeah. This uh, is a suicide, <laughs> which means she's in hell. Oh yeah, that's, that's I, right. To the film, not not in my opinion. This guy's ha ha haunted. <laughs> He's got poop 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 problems. And then he just starts fucking straight razor shaving. No thanks. That's insane, yeah. dude. I don't know how you you're doing that in space. Well, especially because we find out later that his wife opened her wrist with straight razors. You know, and that's like mm. I would. I would switch to the electric. Well, maybe it's just so ever- cheap. He's like, well, it's still good. I'm just going to clean it Boil off. It. Just wash it off. Yeah. No, well, I just mean like, you know, the, the triggering aspect of well, cleaning yeah. up the implement that killed your ex-wife. But that's what I'm saying, though. Maybe it's not so triggering as it is he's shaving every day with this straight razor. Like, come on, turbulence. Got to be some space turbulence <laughs> here. The, do it. Was it the ex-wife? Or are you just saying that because she's dead? Well, yeah, she's they're not married anymore. Well, this is like former wife or yes. whatever. Yeah, former. What do you, what do you call a dead? person like that 
it's not ex-wife, right? It's like your is it just your deceased spouse? Yeah, your There's wife. Yeah, yeah. Wife in parentheses deceased. I think you just still say my wife. Right, right, right. I just think it's funny to say ex-wife. Oh yes, uh that there. Oh, that was that's my dead wife. Dude, yeah. I'm sorry, but till death do us part. He's part of dude is single true. right that's now. That's fair. That's and fair. ready ex- to mingle. It is ex-wife. I apologize. I, 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 but I, I do think if you're trying to summon the devil, mm. using the straight razor that your wife used to kill yourself <laughs> to shave yourself daily is quite the way to do it. Sure. Mm-hmm. You're not, you know, you don't true. use your whole magnetic drive yet, but like that's an early nice. Oh, I'm getting a good sense from this man. That's some twisted stuff he's doing. Oh, he's putting up some good numbers there. <laughs> yeah. So his name is Weir in this movie. And by the end of it, we come to find he's weird. Yes. Add a D to that. Yikes. D is that. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, uh, retweet the show, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they, you know, he is on the vessel, the Lewis and Clark, captained by one Larry Fishburne. Hell yeah. Love him. Mm-hmm. Love the him man. in this movie, yeah. even though he, this is like one of the biggest assholes I think Larry Fishburne's ever played. Well, that's, uh, you know, with Sam Neill going crazy in this movie. I kind of wanted a little bit more of a King of New York, Lawrence Fishburne. Mm, Let's see. Like like nuts versus nuts. Let's go. Let's really see what it's like. Yeah. And it doesn't really get there. Not at all. The funny thing is when Sam Neill gets so fucking crazy in this movie, it like makes Larry Fishburne like seem like he's kind of backing off on the asshole temperature. I'm I'm almost rooting for Sam Neill at the end of this. Oh, because he's putting so much effort into all this plan. And Lawrence Fishburne's just like, Okay, I guess I'll turn off the bombs. I'm doing it, guys. Okay. He's a guy. He invented a portal to hell. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's the best. What did you ever do? Yeah, exactly. That's ambition. (laughs) That's real ambition. All Lawrence Fishburne ever did was leave some guy behind to be licked by flames until he dies. Oh, that is a a sad story that he tells in this movie. But yeah, like it's just, we meet the intrepid uh, crew, a bunch of people here. you got uh, Smitty, the the nervous captain or the, the pilot who's smoking a bunch of cigarettes. He's British. Sean Purity, Purtwee, I think his name is. Is that another ship? Yeah, yeah. He's in future episode Equilibrium. That's for sure. Oh, that's which one is that again? That's the emotions are outlawed, and they have Gunkata, right? Which is where they Christian Bale. Oh, yes. Uh huh. Then you got uh, Catherine, Kathleen Quinlan as the doctor. She's Peter. She's like the med, the medic. Totally. Mm-hmm. And, of, you know, she's been in a bunch of shit. Breakdown, Apollo 13, among others. I love sure. Breakdown. Jolie Richardson is Stark. You know her from uh-huh. uh, not watching Nip Tuck. <laughs> Who's uh, Brecken Meyer's uh, evil twin? Uh, that's a, that is the uh, that Jack Noseworthy. Jo- oh, oh wow. Mr. Justin. Mr. Mr. Ooh, Justin. Mr. That's Mr. Justin. I think that's Mr. Justin. <laughs> I kind of feel like that's the thing. It's like his real name is, his name is like Justin T- Thompson, but then like sometimes at one point, like he uh, like put a napkin in his lap before lunch, and I was like, "Ooh, Mr. <laughs> Justin." Oh man. Uh, and then yeah, who else rounds out this crew? Uh, Richard T. Jones, who's in a bunch of shit, including phone booth. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of just a big, big, uh, always working character actor. Jason Isaacs as DJ. DJ Trauma. <laughs> DJ ever, Trauma. Ever. <laughs> That's how the subtitle, yeah. like he's, he's, my name is DJ. I'm in Trauma, but it, the subtitle just said DJ Trauma. Yeah. <laughs> 
who I think worked for Limp Biscuit on Three Dollar Bill. Yes, okay. no, that's DJ Lethal, my friend. Oh, of course. Yeah, don't don't you fucking question Steve Sadek <laughs> about that. He will correct you on Limp Biscuit producers <laughs> quickly. <laughs> uh, but so like. Nobody wants to be there. They should be on shore leave or something. That's what we're told. They got pulled off of shore leave for this top secret mission. And they're all like prepping to go into hypersleep, basically, Mm -hmm. which like the hypersleep here. Am I remembering right? Because Alien starts with everybody just waking up. Yes. This is like you get a few minutes of them like all getting in the tanks and then like Sam Neill very quickly has another bad dream, and then they wake up, and it's been like fifty-two days later. Yeah, I guess that's to establish the tanks very well because they come into play at the end. I think it's also to establish that you can make this movie ninety full minutes (laughs) (laughs) and not just eighty flat. Well, yeah, (laughs) what a great, what a great movie. What a what good pacing. We're really, it's 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 got it's got its mojo. Yeah, uh, Steve, you were talking before we went on the air that apparently there was a fabled longer cut, which I would absolutely tune in for. Look at two. That's actually just much more violent, and like you know, and yes, more violence is always good. But I do like the brisk pacing here, man. It is not too shabby. Like I was thinking about it this time we just watched it, and I'm like, yeah, there's uh, some stuff here that feels a little bit rushed and doesn't make sense. But overall, like it holds together at 95 minutes. Would I watch 35 minutes more of this movie? You bet your sweet tits I would. Yes, I would. <laughs> oh, yeah. No just doubt for, about it. Just from a curiosity, like I say, release all of the all the director's cuts. Give me this one. Give me the Cobra one. Give me I love, I love cuts. Yeah, give me them. Yeah, give me the Ayer cut. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. I'm kidding. I'm Let kidding. me just pull it uh, right out of my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fate worse than hell. The second Sam Neill uh, nightmare here where he's in the hypersleep is kind of cool. He's like, why? He, he thinks he got out of the hypersleep chamber and everybody yeah. else is still in it. And he's walking around the ship and there's his wife like sitting on the, the deck of this uh, Lewis and Clark ship here. And it's, oh, no fucking eyeballs in this lady. Yeah, it looks like Jared Leto's a uh, weird ear. In her eyeballs a little <laughs> bit. Morbius. Sorry, we are, we're, sorry, we're still Morbius crazy here, folks. Woo! That's true. We, we're big fans of Morbius. But uh, his we're also big fans of, oh, my Lord, Sam Neill's wet, dripping nips. Dude, oh, this yeah. guy was in tip-top shape in this uh, movie. He looks great. Totally. Yeah. Well, I guess he knows that like, later on in the movie he's going to be running around naked, looking like a bloodied stone-cold Steve Austin for the end of it. <laughs> yeah. The- <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, you have to show me normal first. Uh, but I think also he was probably a little peeved. He's like, oh, so what's that? Oh, Goldblum gets to open up that shirt in Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'm in this fucking Canadian tuxedo the whole movie <laughs> or whatever he's got going on. No, Lawrence, let me go first. Let me show off what I got first. <laughs> did anyone see this in theaters out of curiosity? Oh, yeah. I yeah. did as no. well. Yeah. So what three of us did, right? I did. Yeah. yeah. I saw. Well, I, I, I dodged. So I was on vacation with my family. My brother had previously, my older brother had previously seen this movie and told me like, it is the scariest movie I've ever seen. And I was wow. Like, and then for so, I was on, uh, we were on vacation with my dad, not my mom, because uh, they're divorced. And my dad <laughs> and my older sister, my brother, were like, because my, my brother was just talking up this movie and they wanted to see Event Horizon. And then I was like, I'm a little too scared to see that. Uh, can me and my other sister go see Copland? And we did. What? Copland? That's not like basically like it was just. Some uh, we were like Virginia or something, and like 
Half of us went to Copland and half oh, of us went man. to Event Horizon. Question in the back here. Did you think Copland was about amusement park for cops <laughs> at the time? No, I knew it was an adult film. I wasn't like, oh, it's going to be cute, fun stuff. But I had the but, very... I, I, so you I was didn't a coward. see it. So you didn't no, see it. No, but then weeks later, a buddy of mine was... Oh, was then you had to look like a big man to the buddy. Exactly. Because uh, I was with, with my friend and I was just like, this is going to be scary. Oh, my God. Well, I can't see Copland again. <laughs> now, wait what if you want to go see... Copland with the Copland <laughs> event, Copland uh, and Event Horizon like simultaneous screenings here. How did you navigate the offset of those run times? Because like ninety five minutes yeah. of Event Horizon, Copland's like what, like two and a half hours? But I think that the pro- the good thing was at least the adult, my dad, who was the adult in the scenario, would be able to just be ready, waiting for us when we get out of Copland. Oh, I see. You know, yeah, yeah, gosh. he can make some uh, phone calls in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for you to get out. Oh, wow. Uh, a huge surge and uh, cowards coming to see our movie Copland. That's pretty exciting. <laughs> I was, I, was like, I, I wound up seeing it in the Bronx, and there are numerous points. Like, and it was a raucous crowd. It was a lot of fun. For, for, for someone uh, who isn't hasn't seen a lot of horror movies, I can imagine seeing this and being like, wow, that is... Yeah. Like, yeah. this is almost my first horror movie. Like, because not even... I, I mean, Alien is clearly a much better movie, but like it doesn't have this kind of gore. This yeah. gore no, is crazy. Kind of. But and also look at this. This is a science fiction, like high concept idea, and it's bloody as fuck. I mean, I guess Alien does have blood yeah, sure. too. But you don't you can't even you can't even make these movies anymore. No. And I, I know it leans horror, but like horror now is most it's lower, what, lower budget, lower stakes. What, they do make these movies. There's just there's no blood for sure. And all this stuff is about the like creature design, like life, that Cloverfield p- paradox. Our oh, movies yes, like right, this. Right, They're right. similar kinds of movies. That yeah. underwater movie is similar, probably. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. that's true. But it, I don't think that has. I, I saw but those that. are all about effects. Those are all like graphics. Gee, movies. I gotta stop smoking up during these movies. <laughs> don't, don't, don't say remember. shit you can't take back. <laughs> well, here's the thing. What's interesting and unique about this movie in the face of a lot of those other ones actually because this kind of a movie that comes close to what this is doing it's nowhere near as good it's like a totally fine movie but Danny Boyle's Sunshine where like the monster or what you know the entity or whatever is like possessing Mm -hmm. people there's no like you know xenomorph or something like that you know so it like that I think like when you remove the monster like that, and I'm not saying like alien isn't scary, but like when you make the people, the monsters, that's a little more like, Oh, we're getting fucking really frightening here. I mean, yes. Sam, Sam Neill in this movie to me is scarier than the xenomorph in the well, alien yeah, franchise. Sure. This, I mean, this movie, you can hear the pitch was like literally a haunted house in space. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like like, you yeah. The xenomorph is just like a cornered animal. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. Right. This is just, <laughs> yeah. this is a maniac man, which is well, terrifying. Cause like the xenomorph, all he's going to do worst case scenario, he's going to put me in front of a thing. I'm going to have a, a thing burst out of my chest and, or he's going to rip my head off or sure. whatever. But then I, th- Sam Neill wants me to go to hell. Yep. Yeah. And I'm Catholic and that bothers me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't really figure out. I guess it's got to be nothing but for the collection of souls. Sure. Why does he want to bother bringing like the rest of the crew back through the uh, gateway with him anyway? Because he seems like a particularly uh, horny demonic, demonic spirit. Uh-huh. Like he wants to have as many for his orgy in hell. Oh. As many. Oh. All oh. the flashbacks Actually, we see. 
Yeah, take me to hell, please. But that's not yeah, Sam yeah, Neill yeah. from the beginning. <laughs> Sam Neill, Weir from the jump, just wants to go back. He thinks maybe he'll find his wife. Like, he's being kind of lured there. He's not evil from the jump. No. no. When he gets on the well, ship, he's a he scientist. Evil. Yes. And which those, is, those yeah. tend to skew evil. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. true. <laughs> so they wake up, and it's like, well, why are what? It's kind of great, like, wake up, like, all right, uh, where are we going? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, oh, it's been 52 days right in the middle of the space. What's happening? Hmm. This has to be a, like, and I guess it is, they sort of say, like, if I told you before we left, like, you wouldn't want to come. Yeah. Which, like, man, I don't want to work for a place like nope. this. Yeah. Well, it's top <laughs> secret, and this is government doings, right? And it's like the event horizon was thought to be blown up on the edges of the solar system as an exploratory thing. Right. But no, it did. It went to the gateway to hell, and it finally came back. So we got to go check it out. They have just received, a, like, a distress signal from what they determined to be the event horizon. And it's kind of funny, like... It must have been a famed. Well, they do say like it's in the in the opening scroll, like it was the worst like manned space flight disaster yeah. in our history or whatever. So everyone's clear about it because when Sam Neill's like, it was uh, an emergency signal <laughs> from a ship, and that ship was uh, oh, it was the Event Horizon, and they're all like, "Fuck <laughs> you, <laughs> bullshit!" You might as well have said Kaiser Soze. Yeah. Like that was the, that's the energy you're going with. Makes there. the Challenger explosion look like child's play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I do love that. Like, there's like, oh, we've got a distress signal. And now that we are 50 light years away from anywhere where you would ever want to be, I'll play it for you. <laughs> so well, that's where we're going to go. We're going to go right there. What's scarier than that is there's some Latin in there, too. Oh, that's terrifying. Oh, you know? Spooky, dude. Again, yeah. Catholic shit, dude. It's like fucking priests coming were, out of hell. Were they transporting alligators and bears and possibly <laughs> some lions? Or uh, I'm, I'm What's happening? Sort there? of a missed opportunity to have a wild. Bam, uh, not bamboo, uh, baboon, like Ooh, in the Ad Astra. I love that moment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so Sam Neill is like, I built this ship and uh, so on and so forth. So you can blame me for everything that's going to happen. But this is fucking hilarious because it is just like very casually like, and this was, uh, well, this was the last transmission they said. <laughs> and then, yeah, it is just screaming for 30 seconds. And they're all like, oh, Man, now I understand why you might think that sounds very hell-like, <laughs> but I must assure you that is not hell. Now, like, now, now, it's not hell exactly. It's just it's on the outskirts of you. Don't know where you go. It's probably just Maz. It's not on Hell's private property. All right, it's just off the property well, line. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yes. If you're going to get technical about it, it has several layers. Yes, there are several circles, if you will. There are pitch. Fox adjacent for sure. You'll find some pitchforks. Yes, of course it's hot. I mean, it's right next to it. Except for the layer that froze over here. Oh, um, a class of the hell. A little class of the hell. Further you go down, that one froze over. Oh, uh, who runs it? Um, his name is Beezy Bub. Beezy Bub. Yes, uh, I call him every week to check in on the. On I mean, not hell. Specifically, not hell. I'm reading a story here about a guy named Beezy Bub. <laughs> Everybody goes to Beezy Bub. He's getting a little old, though. 15 years, Bub. you'll be living it. You'll be living on the event horizon. Okay, I could, I could, he's his buddy, my Miff Sisto. <laughs> so wait, Beezy Bub in this scenario, just to be clear, he's is an, an old Bonko Bruster, <laughs> who was also the devil. An yeah. aging devil that just can't get it up no more. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. 
<laughs> he only killed 45 souls last week. It's real sad. Yeah, 15 years, you'll be in hell too, little girl. <laughs> Not even the pills will help old busy bub. Honestly, very sympathetic character, right? Lucifer? Sure, yeah. Pretty decent You make guy. one mistake, you uh, know? Right, exactly. You know, we, we kicked we, out of your house, man. It's fucked Back up. the wrong horse one time. Yeah, yeah. what's what uh, I hear all this shit about forgiveness, huh? Yes, yeah, I'm fucking get it up here. Ah, uh, yes, Should- Catholic double standards. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of those. The, could it, could maybe hell already ended because then the devil finally like swallowed his pride and was like, uh, yeah, I'm sorry about all that. <laughs> Come it, on up here, you. Yeah, oh, you old <laughs> fucking firebrand. Jason Isaacs determines that there is, like we said, some Latin being screamed in this uh, recording that he roughly translates at the moment yeah. to liberate me or save me. Liberate me, save me. Mm-hmm. The Latin and translation. This is when we talk about basically we're not, we were, we were, we're trying to do fast and light shit, but that's not actually true. It's more like a teleportation thing. We're, we're just folding space time in half, folks. Yes. It's not a big not deal. Not a big deal. The demonstration is great. Although it's funny that they just have like, Printed out pornography on this ship, much like the the crew of the Nostromo. Of there course. you go, and uh, he puts the pencil through two ends, bends the paper. This is how the ship works. How, how do you know how I make love to my centerfolds? <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are dick holes. Yes. Well, oh, the thing cool. also, like, the one thing is, and then and then you just fold it right back, and I'd be like, okay, cool, great demonstration, doctor. What about the holes on either end? Like, do those ever come back? Oh, those or... are ruined, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's just like a little hole in spice. So just walk around no, it. Spice can take a couple of little holes. A little pothole. Sure, a little hell seeps out. <laughs> what, what, what do you expect? Do you think that some of those holes, that was, we were talking on a, on a Nexus a while back. We covered that TNG where Worf hits that pothole in space. Right. Yeah. You think it was one of those? Oh, fuck the event horizon. <laughs> they got me again. God damn it, that fucking ship. <laughs> fucking weir. Every day I curse this guy. Goddamn, goddamn Swiss cheese space with that fucker. <laughs> Couldn't just leave well enough alone and keep on directing movies. Had to make a super drive in space. Glad he's in hell. Oh, great. Yeah. Yep. Uh, a couple of demons. I'll just give him a courtesy wave. Hi, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I'm, I'm, right, I'm right by. I'm right by. You know, they, they think I'm one of them because of the, you know, the fucking ridges. What am yeah, I no, I, no, I'm not trying to be pushy on the road here. No, it's a little just a courtesy tap. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, yep. Eternal damn fire forever. Yep. <laughs> If I uh, see any pure souls, I'll something be away, guys. <laughs> Fucking demons. So, you know, the whole thing is we got to board the event horizon and figure out just what is going on <laughs> on this ship. Uh, yeah, we find it pretty quickly. It's it's on the it's in the atmosphere of Neptune and there's a bad storm, I guess, is what's going on. Yeah. It's a rainy, and, rainy day in space. Sure. Yeah. yeah some atmosphere lightning and whatnot. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, pretty cool stuff. I like that. Spe- I love space lightning. It's always very atmospheric. Yeah. And um, even, here's the thing. Like, I actually, the Lewis and Clark is pretty bright and kind of welcoming. Whoever, and I guess this is all weird. It's pretty dark and spooky on that event horizon, just from a yep. from a design standpoint at all. Well, you see, at uh, the, the time I was designing the event horizon, I was going through a horrible divorce. It's <laughs> taking a lot of my anger out on the schematics, you see. Well, I guess his wife committed suicide. He's in a dark place. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. You know, in a place that, you know, often could have zero gravity, it's great to have a bunch of metal spikes here <laughs> and there. Oh, it really ties the room together. Yeah. You want as many jutting angles out as many as possible. <laughs> All the jutting, oh, spikes. 
Yes, that's right. Uh, uh, she did commit suicide, but I felt it necessary to also divorce her. <laughs> I felt it really needed to be then, in paper. Then she becomes your ex-wife. That's right. <laughs> ex-wife, ex-life. Mm-hmm. But I mean, honestly, of course, there's a lot of darkness here. I mean, demons love to hide in darkness. <laughs> they get on this ship and like we were making jokes about this. And I and I don't because we were not doing 3D in, in 1997. But like <laughs> all of this CGI, like junk that's on the event horizon yeah. floating around different cans and wrenches and mm-hmm. whatnot, like kind of dumb and like the cgi just was not there yet you got some real fake ass looking things flying at the camera oh yeah a lot of canisters that just look like crap yep yep like straight out of like a like a nintendo 64 game yep a styrofoam cup in the year 2047 yep. yeah. still just hanging out in the well, event horizon dude, we don't know trump's probably going to come back in a few yeah, years bring, bring become back. emperor space and- force will only have styrofoam cups <laughs> on board mcdonald's <laughs> we got to go back to the old containers folks <laughs> we love it we love it and gateways to hell i've always wanted to open one i thought my daughter ivanka had when i was looking for a while uh, there is a great Larry Fishburne freak out right here. It's kind of funny. Like a hand touches his shoulder. It's very Sam Jackson in yeah. Jurassic Park. And he like thinks someone is grabbing. Oh. He's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> just screaming. And it's just a glove there's floating. This, and then Kathleen Quinlan finds the bridge. And she's like, ew, there's a little bit of blood here. It's on, on, on like uh, on a surface. And then like the camera pans out and the walls really do look like a Mortal Kombat 3 level. Like, you know what I mean? When, yeah. like, yep, because it's just coated in blood, skull, and bones, and she doesn't see it. No one in the movie properly addresses that Thank gore you. wall. Yes, yes. Well, you know, they probably have, like, future guns that just explode you, so they're <laughs> veterans of whatever conflict. But I'd be like, could we clean that up, please? You know what I mean? Can we just, just get, like, a hose really quickly? <laughs> Is the Predator in this ship? Because that yeah, seems it's, about right. It's very Predator-esque, for sure. Just oh, a quick, man. like, wash down. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to scrub every I, nook and cranny. But that's the thing. It looks like it's really caked on yeah. there. Like, if they had soaked this stuff in hot water first, yeah. maybe you could just wash it off. Jolie Richardson's got the fucking hose. We're going to be here all day! <laughs> Alien versus Predator versus Event Horizon. Oh, that's shit. That's a good one. Yeah. Maybe they all go to hell, and then, like, Predator can rule hell or something. <laughs> Oh, I bet he'd like that. Yeah. I mean, it's just better weather. He might actually just fit in. <laughs> he could just walk around down in hell, and they wouldn't they wouldn't attack him because they think he's one of them. <laughs> no, you know, Predator. Hey, Pred. Hey, Gene. <laughs> Pred. Predator goes to hell, and all of a sudden he's working an office job because that guy cannot be contained. Ooh. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, that's yeah. hell for a Predator. Well, I've already for been- him, he wants to be out in the open hunting, right. you know, with his buddies. Yeah, like working out in nature, man. I just need to be outside. Whatever I do for a living... It's got to uh, be outside. I can't be an office yeah, cog. I said, well, I've already been to hell. <laughs> I should have yeah, should never made my hobby my job. Predators reports are terrible. <laughs> you got, you're going to be working late tonight, Predator. <laughs> my <laughs> my boss is a real monster. You just, so lose, <laughs> you just lose your passion for the work after a while. Uh, uh, predator, you're on, you're on mute. That's better. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Zoom, man. Uh, uh, so this Mr. Justin guy who is like, 
he's got the biggest target on his back, this <laughs> yes. little guy, and he's walking around. Larry Fishburne makes the bad call of like, yeah, we're on this ghost ship that was thought lost and may have gone to another dimension. Let's all split up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so this dude is walking through this. He even says he's walking through this hallway. It looks like a straight up meat grinder. And yeah. that's pretty much what we're doing in this and, movie. But look, and he keeps calling out to Sam. Samuel's still on the Lewis and Clark, like kind of guiding everyone. Through. Like, nah, right. it's supposed to look like that. Don't yeah. worry about yeah, it. That's a feature. We actually uh, grind up our sausages uh, <laughs> we, right there. We want you to vomit. That's the whole point of it rotating <laughs> like that with the lights the, is so that you lose all sense of balance. The vomit will add flavor to the sausages. <laughs> Space sausage. Oh, that's really gross. And then he <laughs> finds the gateway thing, which is a big ball that has a bunch of things around it. Yeah. This is the, the core yes. room here. I called it the main freak room in my yeah. house. Oh, sure, dude. You don't want to go in there. Boy, sure. This doesn't look evil at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's the core of uh, Sam Neill's gravity drive, which is what powers the thing to open the gateway. Try not to think about it too much, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now you're going to want to ignore all the pentagrams. Those are just, <laughs> those are science pentagrams. You wouldn't understand them. They're not the pentagrams you're thinking of. It's the same thing with certain swastikas. You know what I mean? <laughs> the goat is a pet. <laughs> I, I have it there just for company. A pet and advisor? <laughs> it is a weird thing because he is, yeah, Sam Neill's like like showing them like where yeah. they're going on yeah. the ship and everything and telling them stuff. And he is getting real excited here because he's just like, oh yeah, it's the, the core where the gravity drives powered. It's the heart of the ship. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, he's yeah, into it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like spinning, spinning, spinning. It stops, and then a big black hole kind of mm -hmm. opens, and Justin kind of gets sucked in. And like, I guess, yeah, we're keeping up the mystery. You yes. never see what's on the other it's side. It's very Stargate, I, this whole thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, but I need to see something. I yes. need to see what that guy's seeing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just like a blackened void and then, I don't know. It's like whatever your version happens. of hell is, right? So right. like you go through it, you're just in like the lobby of a crowded target. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had this original shot of this man with a bunch of pins in his face <laughs> coming through to welcome Mr. Justin. Uh, but uh, Clive Barker said we would be sued. Why would you have Clive Barker like uh, advise Consult, yeah. on this, but like not credit him in any way. I feel like yes. if the credit is there, right. you can amp up the barkitude exactly. several degrees. Honestly, why not just make it Hellraiser adjacent? Yes, just it's, it's in the Hellraiser universe. Well, I just, we just did Hellraiser in space. <laughs> yeah, We're not going to do it again? The, literally the year before Hellraiser Bloodline right. But I'm out. sure Clive Barker had not much to do with that as I'm going to guess. Probably but. not. That's like what the fourth Yes, because that's right. I think I think Bloodlines is after Hell on Earth, which is the third one. Oh, the third one, previous episode. That's yes. right. Yes. Yes. Um. So like, this whole thing happens with Justin getting pulled into the court, which like, I guess it's just making the ship mad because yeah. like, there's a bunch of explosions that go off, and like, this is the Lewis and Clark is uh, damaged heavily at this point. And there's a hull breach, so like everybody's got to get over to the event horizon because they're losing like the, you know, the life support systems and everything. And Smitty is running uh, his way out of it. Yes. Yes. It, yeah. Yeah. They, they reestablish uh, gravity on the event horizon and the uh, corpse sickle, this floating body falls and shatters into a bunch of pieces. Kind of cool. That's pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, the corpse sickle kind of looks like what Sam Neill is going to look like at the end of the movie. Kind yes. Of thing. 
I wonder if that was supposed to be then like the body of the captain or something. Possibly. But Cooper is running after Justin. He keeps, I don't know, man. Sometimes you need to put a stop to a nickname. People start calling me baby bear. I'm like, you know what, dude? Because I think Kathleen (laughs) Quinlan is mama bear. Correct. And I don't know who else is in the bear family gets to be in the bear family. Grizzly, panda, red, uh, you know, (laughs) Lord bears. I think Lawrence Fishburne shut down when she called him brother bear. I think he was like, you can (laughs) stop that right now. He should be papa though, right? As the captain. uh, Jason Isaacs has to be creepy bear. (laughs) Oh, creepy. Dr. Bear. Dr. Bear. What was the uh, what was the name of the bear that was like the honey crisp mascot? You know, I think oh I'd be that guy. God, his name? Yeah, was it? Was he like? <laughs> was he like? My sh- head, I'm dead. <laughs> was he like Sugar Bear or something? Oh Maybe. yeah, that guy. He was something, high all the time. That's the bear I'd be. <laughs> what was his full name? A full, his, I'll his find Catholic a, name: yeah, Charles please. Entertainment <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> Leonard Bear. <laughs> Leonard Bearstein. That's yeah. the bear. He's oh, a conductor. And the other, once you go through the portal, it becomes a uh, Berenstein. Um, and they they determine, by the way, all of uh, the damage on the ship or whatever. Uh, they have to finish it in twenty hours because then that's when like the oxygen's going to be depleted. And his name is only Sugar Bear. Sugar oh, Bear. Yeah, sugar. There you go. I'd be Sugar Bear. You know, can't get enough of that golden crisp. <laughs> no, we should. Yeah, we should definitely name him after my cocaine dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Never liked uh, that cereal. Really, no. the texture was terrible. I, I love it. Oh, I love a good puffed rice cereal. Uh, I just, the t- the taste. It's the smell as well. No, I, don't know. I just didn't like it. Oh, that's you in hell, dude. You get to the event horizon. It's just full of fucking golden crisps. <laughs> I was like, okay, I got out light. <laughs> that's that's the move, dude. You start. You gotta start tricking the devil and just be like. I, you know, you know what I hate the most—a fucking rare steak. Yeah. It would be absolute hell <laughs> if I had to eat a rare fucking steak. I just like tell yourself uh, that every day. Could you convince? Yeah, you convince yourself yeah. to basically become another person yeah. in order for the punishment not to be <laughs> so bad. It yeah. would—it would be absolute torture if I was home in my bed. <laughs> yeah. Truly torture on end. Um. So this is where you know the ship taking on a life of its own mm-hmm. whatnot is starting to wake up and get mad that people are here so it's like oh i'm just gonna sh- i'm gonna show these people fucked up visions that will hopefully spook them off the ship i think is all at the end of the day the ship regardless of what sam neil's trying to do yes sure. all this poor ship is trying to yeah. do like a like a sentient haunted house yeah. is just spook people into leaving well that's all it's offering anybody that comes in a way into hell you either say yes or you say no or you just go home that's you right. can just go very home very simple and so, kathleen quinion yeah. yeah uh seeing her i are we to believe that the the son's not dead but like because no. we're seeing this home movie footage right yeah. he's in a wheelchair and she says something to Larry Fishburne at the beginning of the movie about like the ex-husband yeah. has him and then she's going to get him next how summer or whatever. She, how stupid she, she is gave, she? She gave up time to do this kind of a thing. She yeah. gave up time to do this. Oh, and then he came along and his legs are now melting and he's running around he's like, the ship. He's got like these fucked up lesions all over his legs, like maggots are eating him and whatnot. I, I, you get a, you don't get many like shots of really like, I mean, like you get like really quick ones. Yeah. This is a pretty horrible one. And the only thing I can say about this is that God specifically cursed these legs. <laughs> He's like, I need to single this kid out. Like, really, this is he something. Does, she does shit like that. It, it's pretty bad stuff. <laughs> he does. You know, you know where you won't see shots like that? In the movie Copland. <laughs> tell, tell you what, man. Robert Patrick ain't got anything. Nah. Like that. None of it. 
I got maggots eating my fucking legs. Look at that shit. Ah, look at these lesions. No, yeah, I mean, Ray Liotta didn't get out good, but he didn't have that happen to no, him. Exactly, my friend. So they find some footage from the Event Horizon crew, and it's a lot of them. It's like before the madness, and yes. it's like, we're so excited to finally <laughs> activate this gravity drive and Woo-hoo! see if we can make history. Yeah! Celebrate good times. <laughs> And then, like, right as they're reaching that point in the tape, like, Mr. Justin wakes up yeah, and so. he's like, uh, they're coming. And I think it's um, Kathleen Quinlan's like, who? And he just goes, the dark. And I was like, well, that's not helpful. <laughs> the inner dark. Yeah, yeah. You can't give me a name. You got a last name. How about mm, that? I would say Cenobites, but I'd get sued. <laughs> the the Venobites. <laughs> they, come, they come for us. Them and Rinhead. <laughs> Rinhead. Cutterball. Oh, Tin Head. Tin Head and Gutter Ball. There, there we go. There. 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 I like that. That's beautiful. Uh, around here, Sam Neill is cra- crawling through what can only be described as a Matrix hallway. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Circuit City. There's tons of circuits everywhere. It's all green. It does look like the Matrix code, kind of. Yeah. Because he's got to fix something. Something went wrong or whatever. Something, something. You got to replace that microchip, dude. I don't know. But he fucking sees his dead wife in here again. Yeah. Yeah. She has no eyeballs because that's the kind of a thing in hell. Right. His ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> and then this. <laughs> that's a thing in hell. You're right. You can't. To get to hell, you can't have eyeballs. Because you don't need them when you get there. Apparently, you, they'll figure it out for you. It's kind of a but dark you, version of where you, where we're going, you don't need roads. It absolutely yes, is. Because he literally says, where we're going, you don't need to see. And yeah. I was like, all right. What? It's an initiation process. You have to rip your eyeballs out. Bonnie, you- we shouldn't have gone 88 miles per hour. We're going to hell. <laughs> oh, there go my eyes. <laughs> you mean to tell me I'm in hell forced to play an out-of-tune guitar? <laughs> Marty, it's your kids. Their legs are rotten. <laughs> well, no, I fell in, uh, in the bathtub and I, I started drawing the event horizon. <laughs> yeah, I made it all spiky and weird. Whatever. I was going through a tough time. <laughs> Just sold all my property to Burger King. <laughs> no, I insisted dim lighting everywhere. <laughs> Called it the SS Tetanus for a while. Nobody had a sense of humor. <laughs> when this hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. And I mean people being sodomized <laughs> by devils. Because they're going to hell, Marty. Marty, you're going to see Jason Isaac flayed. Flayed <laughs> like a fish, Marty. Oh, man. And people got a lot of weird stuff inside of them, you know? Yeah, it's, it's all, like, you're all full of goop. Yeah, like organs. Like shit and... Food digesting, and at yeah. least at least I got those two things. That's true. It's very weird stuff to have inside. Oh god, but it's gross, Chris. <laughs> I don't like it. Larry Fishburne doing the classic, like uh, I'm not believing anything until it happens yes. to me, and yeah. so he sees this dude who we learned later was like an ex crewman of his from a previous ship assignment that Larry Fishburne watched burn up because there was no way to save him or whatever. This dude like rises out of the water on fire and Larry Fishburne's like, huh, (laughs) all right, I guess there is some fucked up stuff going on here. Well, I've seen many people burn to death. Who are you? Which one are you? (laughs) Um, And then so this is Jolie Richardson's like, all right, look, you finally saw some twisted stuff, right? I have a theory that this ship is alive and it brought something back from this dimension that's reacting to our presence, and it doesn't want us here. And even then, Larry Fishburne's like, 
Seems like a bit of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> we went to a uh, universe where uh, Hellraiser is in the public domain. Uh, Every time anything creepy happens, uh, Weir is just like, oh, yeah, no, it's supposed to be like that. Yep, it's supposed to sound like that. It's supposed to be scary looking like that. <laughs> All this is totally above like, board. Listen, it's a spaceship. You, All of your nightmares are supposed to come true. It's just <laughs> that's what makes it go. Have you ever never been in space? It's before? powered by Terra. <laughs> Look, it's going to activate the nightmare drive, you see. <laughs> Every astronaut should be able to uh, read and understand Latin. <laughs> uh, so there's like some like banging that starts happening. Kathleen Quinlan loses track of the unconscious Mr. Justin. That's who, just like, the uh, ship settling. Uh, <laughs> totally fine. Uh, and it's like, well, does everybody hear that? Does everybody hear that? And it's a... It's a really cool moment where, like, there is something on the other side of this door and they're all shitting their pants. And Sam Neill, like, sitting in the captain's chair is like, no, no, open the door. Yeah, because he, like, goes nuts. Yeah. And I, you know what? Wish I could have seen what was on the other side of that door. It was probably the relic. <laughs> oh, shit. That was a spooky creature in that movie, too. I think it, what it, it that does guy, the same thing. What did that guy look like? Oh, door. really? Yeah, I think. What did he look like? The he's, he's a big beast. Oh, I like that. I like big beasts. <laughs> And <laughs> I want to know where to find him. Big wet beast. So this Mr. Justin dude in, man, this is a real bad freak out. This guy just like casually walks into an airlock without a suit on and like closes the door. Thought I was watching Battlestar Galactica for a second here, <laughs> yeah. Paul. They uh, they do that as punishment to people on that show. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's how they execute people, which is awesome and we should do that here just take people up to orbit and push them out remember uh, when they got that one dude eric who and it's the best one of the whole and so people go through airlocks of that show it's the one when they're they tie him up because they're, they're executing him because he collaborated the cylons yeah, on, yeah. on the planet new caprica and, and he's he's crying like please i'm sorry and they open it and on his way out, he hits his head <laughs> and oh! it's just like oh that's so much worse oh Love that it. is brutal yeah, just like Oof. hit your head oh. on the way out. Yeah. Oh, you'd just be embarrassed, wouldn't you, while you're dying like that? <laughs> Honestly, it'd probably be better if you get knocked unconscious before mm. your innards oh, yeah. are put on the outside. Or, like, at least you're distracted enough yeah. by the huge head hurt. Like, yeah. ooh, owie, owie, owie. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> then you pop like a balloon. Yeah, you just, you die going, owie, 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 owie. I believe that was Jammer that got it. Oh, Jammer. I, don't, I didn't remember the Jammer. call sign, but... That's jammer, awesome. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <Now> <laughs> just <jammer>. jam. <laughs> John Jammer. Yeah. I, I will say. John Jammer. <laughs> I could be a John Jammer. <laughs> Call me Johnny Jam. And you'll be my John Jammer. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's like this kid's going to like shoot him out of there. Larry Fishburne is like helping out with the repairs uh, on the, the Clark. So he's like, he's really trying to space yeah. hoof it as fast as possible to save this kid. And he's like, all right, like, it's going to suck, but I need you to do the following. Curl up into a ball and make sure all the air is out of your lungs and close your eyes. Uh, uh, and Peters, I cannot stress this enough. Stop calling him baby bear. He's going to die probably. Stop calling him baby bear. The last thing he needs to hear on this mortal coil. Justin. Call did, him Justin. Did we mention that he said the dark inside me uh, shows me horrible things or whatever? There you go. Uh, the dark inside no, me from the other place. From the other place, yeah. Shows me horrible oh. things. Oh. 
I understand. <laughs> so, wow, sounds creepy. <laughs> so I guess curling up keeps all of your all of your organs together. Is that the idea? Hey, man, got me swinging. This poor little kid starts like floating out into space with no suit on. Because I guess the idea is like if you got gas in your ass, right? Yeah, it okay. just pops out your back. But if you go into a ball and and contort your body. Like you start farting before the door opens. <laughs> yeah. But if you're farting in zero G's, then though, dude, with no spacesuit to catch it, are you oh, like tooting it. your way across the I galaxy? I think so. Yeah, yeah. hyperspeed. Yep. Oh, I think the air, the space air is getting right up inside you with the fart. Oh, you've opened it up too with much. The you space go inside. Air, there's no air in space. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, the air, absence of air. It's then. a vacuum. It's like a giant uh, yeah, Dyson vacuum. So yeah. are you saying if you farted in space without a, a spacesuit on, like your entire innards would just shoot right out your butthole? Oh yeah, or you yourself. Yeah. Might come out your butthole. Oh, that's inside out boy. That's where that skeleton comes out. <laughs> I <Yeah. fart>. Sunk. <laughs> Did you know who they offered uh, the role of Captain Miller, uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne? I do too? not. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, wow. That wow. would be kind of fun. It, it would, but here's the thing. Uh, it makes it a completely different movie. Oh, yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? You can't do a horror movie with Arnold. No, no, no. Oh, I would like to see them try. All right, now you're going to you're going to shit out your skeleton body now. <laughs> now, if you get yourself into the fetal position, it will unlock the magic that will allow you to survive. <laughs> he's watching this fucking skeleton get ripped out this kid's ass, and he's just like, "Wow, that looks like it hurts. No bones about it." <laughs> yeah, different movie. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, I like this movie, yeah. but that might be the best movie ever made. I know Sam Neill versus Arnold Schwarzenegger. That is Ooh. that is pretty fantastic. Yeah. Then you'd finally see what it would look like if Dr. Grant Fist fought a dinosaur. <laughs> uh, but he catches this kid. And he's the weird part is like also oh, but the veins in the arms always Ooh. bothered me. Yep, yeah. that's yeah. that's a problem. Not that looks co- really that's not Copland, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, that's not in Copland. <laughs> No, that happens whenever you go to New Jersey. That's happened. That happens when the <laughs> different ca- atmosphere across the bridge. That happens when the cast of Copland does their steroids. I back see. At home. <laughs> but yeah, like the 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 blood. Oh, dude, that's bad. But he, the weird part, and because I, I, I was watching, you know, just watching it this time, and I hadn't watched it like a decade at least. We never actually see Justin die, right? Because he comes no. back, he's alive. He, he makes it to the end of the movie. They put him in the stasis. Oh, he goes to the stasis. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. just in there the entire time for the rest of the movie, and then it's mentioned at the very end that he was that he's in there. Uh, yeah, so I mean, yeah, like your arms and all that stuff, but like then you get to kind of sleep through the rest of the movie. Like and everyone else is panicking. You're just in a nice. Yeah, movie. and you're gonna sleep through the rest of your life looking like that, my lord. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I think it's like Jason Isaac says something like. Oh, we we got him stabilized. Oh, okay. He's gonna make it, but he's like really messed up. Right? Oh, I guess I missed that that he was actually in stasis with everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know what we can do for him though. He looks like the air freshener man from Seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's that when the when the dudes find them at the end, it's uh, Cooper. Uh, uh, Stark, yes. Jolie Richardson, uh, and then this this and kid. Justin, and they say that he's like, oh, he sustained a lot of injuries. Guy <laughs> looks pretty fucked up. <laughs> Jesus. He's alive. He's alive. <laughs> uh, and then so like Larry Fishburne, like really interrogating Sam Neill here, like, look, all that just went down, dude. What is going on with your haunted spaceship? What is happening here? And it's Sam Neill just being like, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. I I, I don't know. plead the fifth. <laughs> Look, you cannot prove it's hell, can you? You just can't do it. So why don't we just 
Stop saying it's hell. That's actually true. Like another dimension, maybe everyone's just, you know, like blah, and grabbing each other and it's killing the, each other. That's fine. It's just hell like yeah. uh, hell adjacent. <laughs> then uh, he, this is when Lawrence Fishburne explains to Jason Isaac about this guy that he saw in his older days burn up real bad. That was kind of fun. Now, this monologue, I think Arnold would be interesting. <laughs> with, <you know? laughs> yeah. The flames were licking him. It, you have have you ever seen fire in zero gravity? It is like liquid. It's wave after wave. I closed the lifeboat hatch and left him behind. I mean, yeah, I think that's why you want Lawrence Fisher. It's a little more gravitas. He, he went up like a stogie. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, so, yeah, he, he tells Jason Isaacs all this because after that quick encounter with Sam Neill, I don't know. I don't know. Sam Neill, like, it's a bad edit because yeah. Sam Neill just kind of vanishes from the scene and yes. Larry Fishburne's still there and he hears the dude screaming again like, Captain, yeah. you can't leave me, blah, blah, blah. So he tells, yeah, all that uh, to Isaacs or whatever and Isaacs is like, interesting because by the way i uh realized i was listening back to that horror tape I, I uh, all the says, screams he says, he says i wasn't gonna t- i wasn't gonna tell you this <laughs> which is kind of a great way to start this <laughs> and he's like that thing about like you know save yourself uh or, or save, save me it's actually save yourself but there was another part of it that i also didn't listen to uh the first time around by the way that translation is save yourself from hell yeah and then they go to check out the captain's log or whatever, the video files in the diary, the real world stuff that they're yeah. recording on this ship. And it looks like they're having a great Halloween party. <laughs> it is the shunting in space. It dude. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're fucking, we're fighting, we're biting. Because it's like a person with like its flesh cut off just fucking pounding into another fleshless person. Yes. It's pretty hot. Wild. Just a face coming out of a butthole. That's what I, <laughs> I was looking for. Mm. Apparently that other cut had a lot more of this and there was like just crazy shit. It's described on IMDb. It's a lot. Uh, dog stuff, you think? No, like There's people ripping stuff? off breasts and the side. Oh, oh yeah, really? Like that. Stuff we're doing in hell, dude. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the world's worst patch job a spaceship has <laughs> ever seen is just being completed. Uh, back on the Clark, you yeah. look at this thing. It's like it's chewing gum. It's a bunch of like sheets of aluminum foil yeah. with like caulk and chewing <laughs> gum over it. I was just waiting for like Cooper to have one like a comically big thing of Elmer's glue, just like <laughs> pouring it on. Listen, you tell me that we got to get out of here. Or we have to stay in hell. I'm just slapping shit together, man. Yeah, yeah I guess true. that's true. Time is of the essence. They sure. only had 20 hours. Hours to you know shit yeah. and get and whatnot. Um, but it is it is hilarious right here. After they see that crazy fucking bacchanal on tape, there, Larry Fishburne just is like, "Fuck this ship! <laughs> yes. We are nuking it. Everybody, get back on board my ship." <laughs> uh, so it's like, and that oh, is something I'm glad that Larry yeah. Fishburne was able to deliver. Not Arnold. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Fuck this ship, man. This ship stinks. <laughs> fuck this ship. Fuck this ship. Fuck this ship. No, fuck Lord, you. Exactly. Lord's <laughs> like, fuck this ship. And I'm like, yeah, Laurie. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, so they're like, all right, we're going to just get some CO2 scrubbers, uh, you know, filtration type thing. It's things. very much the end of Alien where it's like, all right, we know everything's terrible. We're about to leave. We just need some supplies. Just a couple of supplies <laughs> we're going to get from around the ship. And so. Kathleen Quinlan uh, and Smitty. Is that this other guy's yeah, name? Yeah, They're going, right, picking yeah. up all these things right near the freak show room. 
Uh, and Smitty like gets out of there because they're really cutting down to the wire. And uh, she hangs back because she thinks she sees this kid of hers running around. We know we have hellish hallucinations. Just ignore it. Yeah. Yep. I, if I was Smitty, I'd be like, now, Peters, remember, <laughs> your kid is in Minnesota. <laughs> We are on Neptune, practically. I know you've been seeing a lot of him around yeah. here, but he's in Minnesota. <laughs> does he? All right, no, no, Peter. Just, just, just take a second. Does he have access to a spaceship? Does it? Does he? Okay, no, no. Okay. Uh, does he it. have? Does he have access to walking? No. <laughs> w- would he survive takeoff? <laughs> Let's maybe think about that. Does See, he have they, a couple of extra billion dollars lying like, around that house rash- in Minnesota? The rationale of just like I'm going to grab my beautiful baby boy up on this ship and we're going to go back to Earth together. Like what? Where? where are, yeah, it's where, where's your head at? Space madness yeah, has yeah, kicked in, you yeah. know. So she starts chasing this ghost up a ladder and shit, and then like gets to the top of this platform, and it's like, just kidding, this isn't your kid. And she gets knocked off this thing. And boy, oh boy, it was kind of funny. I was thinking about this. We rewatched uh Titanic a couple weeks back, and I was just loving looking at my beloved propeller guy and oh, all those that's fuckers hitting themselves death. on the way down. Kathleen Quinlan is the propeller guy of this movie. Yeah. She hits all sorts of things on the way yeah, to the ground. Yeah. Lands right on this gr- like catwalk grating on her back. Oh my god. Yeah. It is one way to go. And that ghost kid just laughs at her. Yeah. yeah it's, it's pretty fantastic. <laughs> and meanwhile, what should be called? Smitty is back on the ship. He's got all the oxygen. Like, well, we're ready to go. And he's like, well, that's weird. I just saw weird. And I think he doesn't have eyes anymore. And <laughs> he just left the Lewis and Clark. And then uh, what do you call it? Lawrence Fishburne realized one of the bombs are missing. So, yeah, one of these corridor bombs that there's a thing that they set up because, like, this is, of course, how the movie will end. Like, Sam Neill's like, all right, along this corridor, there's a bunch of bombs. And if you blow them all up, it's going to separate one part of the ship from the other part of the ship. And you can use that smaller part of the ship as like an escape pod. Got yeah. it? Is everyone paying attention yeah. to that? <laughs> Write it down if you need to. This is very important. But and, one of the bombs are missing, and it looks like Weir might have put it on the Lewis and Clark. So there's not anyone to leave. And it's like, Smitty, get off the shit, Smitty. And like, Smitty. Smitty's looking for it, and he finds it just a little too late. I mean, yes, I, this is a great moment. At this point, I would be looking for the bomb to hug and kiss <laughs> well, until it was time to blow up. There's like five seconds left and he does like his, he sort of does like a mother thing yeah, in, his, yeah. in his face. Uh, he and then does he that, just accepts it. And that dude Cooper, who's still on the outside of the ship, gets just fucking blasted out into space uh, screaming. While this is going on, this is where Sam Neill has the vision where the dead wife says, I have such wonderful sights to show you where he sees her like, you know, he relives her suicide attempt yes. and whatnot. Um, and then, yeah, this is this is the last time we see Sam Neill with eyeballs in this movie. <laughs> yeah, she takes him away from him. Uh, and then he's yeah, he's just blowing shit up everywhere. He's blowing shit up. This dude, Cooper, like f- once thought dead, but like literally two minutes later is like all right how do i blast back to the ship and figures it out and you said steve this was a, a real moment of triumph at the theater it was it was look is he fight like is he's like he's a very everyman kind of character and he's like yeah how do i do this what the fuck what the fuck and he's like 
I'm coming back, motherfuckers. And right. this theater erupted. <laughs> he lets like air out of his tank or whatever yes. to propel himself back towards the That's ship. That's awesome. And when he gets to the ship, he gets to the main window and he can't slow down. And then Sam Neill sees him out the window and shoots the window, <laughs> which is pretty crazy to yeah. just immediately. Especially like you want to want that window later, Sam, Sam yeah. Neill. This is your beloved ship, right? Yeah, yeah totally. If you're going to take this thing to hell, you need it sealed up and so stuff. So in hell, do you think there's, is, is there no vacuum of space? It's, it's, just, a like, question, it's yeah. just like a nice, mm, nice temperature. Pretty normal. Yeah. 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 It's just a know. tropical locale. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Because like seventy two and sunny hell. at all times. Hell traditionally, folks, kids at homes, you know, kids sit down. Hell traditionally is like in the core of the earth, right? For some yes. reason. Yeah, it's, yeah. Un- yeah. it's underneath us at all times. <laughs> right. Whenever you're walking, it's underneath you. But then to get to space of hell, you'd have to get to the outside of the planet. That's true. Yeah, actually, it's a great way to get out of get out of hell. I'm going. I'm going to the moon, motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking find me. Well, that you'd have to go past heaven to get to the moon. Yes. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> it's almost as if when they wrote that, they didn't know where anything was. But I guess <laughs> the concept of hell could also exist as a different dimension because sure. perhaps there's uh, portals to hell within mm. the Earth that don't take you to the middle of the Earth. It takes mm. you to the dimension of hell. Gotcha. Like those sounds of hell in... Um, oh, that Soviet hole? Yeah, that Soviet hole full of screams. Yeah, that's something. What a yeah. weird story that is. I think that's on some old Coast to Coast AM episodes or something. There was a short documentary about it I watched a couple of years ago. It was quite entertaining. I wonder if it's still rocking, dude. Oh, yeah. I don't or if know. it was all bullshit. It's probably bullshit. Oh, it's definitely bullshit. Damn. <laughs> I'm going to lead an expedition to hell. Somewhere along the lines here in this movie, Jason Isaacs is cornered by Sam Neill and uh, quite rapidly flayed like it's fucking Midsommar here. He just operates on him and opens him up and then very Hellraiser-esque hanging him by the back flesh. Yes. This is one. I I would say this is as Hellraiser as it gets, but it actually isn't. Uh, But this is a great piece of trivia about Jason Isaacs. Ooh. Uh... Isn't this how uh, Vincent D'Onofrio gets off in the cell? Is he gets hung from yes, the ceiling? Yes, you're right. You're yeah. right. Yes, you're right. he's got a bunch of like piercings in his back and they connect to chains. And oh, they hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This rules. Oh. I saw that movie on a date. Didn't go well. The cell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a date. Yeah, Oof. Yeah, yeah. I did see it in the theaters. Not I, thought, I thought it looked like a hot little picture, Chris. Well, sure. <laughs> I understand. J- J-Lo's in it. I mean, come on. J-Lo and Vince Vaughn as FBI agents. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. That's Something. a wild movie. It is a wild movie. Not a good film. movie, but a wild one. It might show up here one day. Directed by, what was that dude's name? Tarsum? Tarsum? Yeah. So Isaacs asked if he could take home the dummy in his likeness with the chest sliced open. The special effects department was sh- quite shocked by this request, so they told him they still needed it, even though they didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Oh, no, we need that for other... Sh- what the fuck? What are we saying? <laughs> Look, uh, I'd uh, like to play a prank on my children. Tell, tell that freak no. <laughs> I don't know. Make something up. You think he wants to fuck it? He definitely wants to fuck it. We can't let him do it. <laughs> no, no, we need it for other stuff. For yeah. Let's go to Planet Hollywood, dude. Sorry. Or do you think... Uh, Isaacs wanted it like in house so that no one would be fucking a doll of his oh, like Oh, because you know, right when he left, 
Now we're fucking it. He wanted to fuck it, so we're fucking it. And all the special effects people, well, whatever, puppet people are just like fucking it. Puppet people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, the people that, because it was, it's not like a CGI creation. It's like an actual. That's a puppet. He, like wanted, a, that's, he wanted that puppet. Yeah. And they were like, so not, the puppet makers are just like plowing it after he made it across. I actually, I hanged it from uh, my bedroom ceiling for my wife. <laughs> Every day you wake up to the visage of yourself being oh ripped God. open. Just like, just imagining like being the special effects. You don't have a a great relationship with Jason Isaacs, and you start yeah. talking like, "Oh, this guy's kind of cool. He's an Armageddon. Yeah, cool, man. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, you know that cool thing you made. Yeah, it was really fucked up, right? Can I can I have it? <laughs> um, I I I got a check. You know, I, I, I will give you ten thousand dollars for it. Yeah, let me talk to somebody. Just I don't morally feel like you should have. It. I feel like it's wrong. No, no I, I mean I appreciate that you uh, you uh, kill Heath Ledger in your next movie, but uh, I don't know if that really helps your case here. I oh, just, I forgot he's the bad guy in the Patriot, right? He is. And out of curiosity, do you have any Vaseline? No, no, you're not getting it. You don't get it. Is we it, need it. We need it for something else. Is it wet in there? No, I don't want any more questions. See, that's where you went wrong, J Dog. You asked them for Vaseline. You can afford your own gasoline. You gave up the ghost there, buddy. They know what you want to do to your puppet. Fuck my puppet. <laughs> Fuck my puppet. I, I, I don't want to do that. I just want to crawl into the hole. No. Oh. I kind of want to wear myself as a skin suit. Is, that, is I, that so wrong? I thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Larry Fishburne goes stomping around looking for, for Sam Neill here. He finds him uh, along with, uh, what's her name, uh, uh, Jolie Richardson yes. here. And this is this is where he says, like, where we're going, we don't need eyes. Yes. And, you know, oh, the event horizon. I invented her to, you know, help us travel the galaxy, but she did better than that. She tore a hole in our universe and entered a dimension of chaos and pure evil. And I'm like, just say how. <laughs> just say, just say. <laughs> just say how. It's almost like we, it's almost as if we raised hell. You know what I mean? That would make me a hell raiser, right? <laughs> right? That'd be. Maybe it's not hell. Maybe it's like heck. You know, <laughs> heck it's, like a, it's a hell like place. Oh, geez, hon. You watching that heck raiser again? <laughs> oh, heck bringer. I love that one. <laughs> the ketchup's too spicy down at heck. <laughs> Ooh, my favorite Rowdy Roddy Piper movie, Heck Comes to Frogtown. <laughs> Oh, Heckbringer 3, Heck in Minnesota. Imagine what an idiot you'd have to be for that your to be your favorite uh Rowdy Roddy, Roddy Piper. Piper movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, total moron. Who, does, <laughs> who doesn't idiot. know that they live exist? Belonging belong in heck. <laughs> so the ship we're told is officially alive. Yes. It's alive. This is when yeah, uh Cooper comes through the window cuz Sam right. is an idiot. Yep. And like you know everybody's getting sucked out, yada yada. And um, specifically, uh, Samuel does get sucked out. Just right out. Yep. He goes right out that window. Adios. Well, um, he, he, him in this jumpsuit, he really does kind of look like Joel Hodgson in Mystery Science yeah. Theater. <laughs> like, everyone else has like flight suits. He's got this like per- bluish jumpsuit. It's A just like- dimension that they send you cheesy movies. <laughs> I had to, I instead of using the pads to make my robot friends, I actually cut my own eyes. <laughs> yeah, it took, I was going to make him out of a gumball machine, but <laughs> still just broke off part of the glass there. And cut me, cut me eyeballs out. 
So weird. This week we have attack of the. Oh, what did you do to your eyes, dude? What, are you okay? Are you okay in there? They're my friends now. Here's Blinky and Blinky too. Where we're going, we don't need eyes to watch cheesy movies. What does in infirmus mean? Uh, doesn't look like the satellite of love there. No, Doctor Forrester, it does not. What's that all that blood and skull up in the corner there? You could wash that probably. <laughs> and I haven't seen TG's Frank. Oh, I've flayed TV's Frank. <laughs> he has to take home his puppet. <laughs> uh, so whatever. Like, yeah, Cooper's back alive, which yeah. it is kind of a, a cool moment. This dude like flies yeah. through sort of. Sort of saving the day. Yeah, kind of heroically yeah. here. Yeah, and, and now uh, what you call it's out. So now it's like, all right, well, we're going to, this is when we're like, are right, we going to blow up the, the tube and we're going to escape? Uh, but again, you need to go this way and I'm going to go that way yep. while you do X and I'm going to do Y. <laughs> and of course, not everybody's going to make it. That's right. Larry Fishburne back in the, the core room here, the real freaky shit room. He sees this dude again. And this is where this dude is talking to him. It's kind of <laughs> great. Just this burning Hellraiser looking guy is just like, you let me burn, man. I, it was really fucked up, man. It was really fucked up. And then Sam Neill as Anakin Skywalker starts <laughs> screaming at him in the fire room once again. He's lo He's lost the detonator or it's like, a little bit yeah, away it's from falling him. Yeah, he yeah, dropped yeah. it or whatever. This is after this fucking uh, dude uh, who is just Sam Neill disguised as this guy, like like a dragon spits fire at yes. Larry Fishburne. Pretty yeah. cool. But I mean, I mean, this is when I mean, like now Sam Neill is bald and he's got cuts all over <laughs> it. I'm like, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, <laughs> yeah. a movie in the 80s called Hellraiser. Like, do you think Clive Barker was like, well, shit, when I was telling this stuff to them, I was saying, like, when we did Hellraiser, we made it look this way, but you should do why. Yes. They just did the way we made it. Uh, oh, I really should have stayed yeah. on that set. The cuts are cool. I mean, the pins on Pinhead. What is yeah. that about? Those like little post-it notes he put on himself to try to remember. I think I, it was maybe part of his like hell torture, right? Is you're just going to get all these little pins oh, stuck in your face and your head. Sure. Or acupuncture. Maybe it just helps us. It back just pain. feels good. Yeah. 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 Yes. I need all of these in my head to finally <laughs> walk pain free. I mean, this is probably the second best Hellraiser movie. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? oh, the first Hellraiser is good. It's, the first Hellraiser is really good. Very good. Yeah. The second one is boring as sin until you get to that wild, like, final sequence. Yes, when they actually go to hell. And, and you're like, all right, this is And cool. then there's the Cenobite factory, which is kind of fun. They do. But I don't know, Cenobite. No, all these pins are actually for me to plan out my road trip with my best friends. <laughs> Me and Butterball will be going on a road trip. Yes, that's right. Because Butterball is coming. We had to rent a van. I wanted to drive around in a cool oh, Mini Cooper. Sorry. He made us do all those man versus food things. <laughs> we had to stop at all these stupid diners and eat their lousy chicken wings. That champion chorizo burrito for breakfast. Just so he could get a photo on the wall. Pathetic. <laughs> No, Shatterer wasn't allowed to come. And we all know that Adam Richman is one of us now. Oh, damn, damn on this road trip, I forgot my CD player. You know, CD guy. 
He keeps the musical collection. We have nothing to listen to. <laughs> oh, mercy, Butterball. That's just three cheeseburgers on top of each other. It's not even a sandwich anymore. You accomplished nothing, you know, by what you've done today. You know what, Butterball, I have to say. This has been quite frustrating. Being on the road, everywhere we stop, I say, Butterball, now after dinner, <laughs> you will take a driving shift. And what do you do, Butterball? You get wasted at dinner. <laughs> and I, the leader of the Cenobites, shall not entertain the notion of drunken driving. No. So I'm stuck behind the wheel this whole trip. <laughs> yes, Butterball, this is five banana splits in one banana split. <laughs> You know, Butterball, this Vegas idiot restaurant calls it Heart Attack Burger for a reason. <laughs> it's just not its not good for you, man. I, I'm kind of worried about you. <laughs> it's no way to live your afterlife. Yeah. Well, I know you can't die, but it can't be comfortable. <laughs> Do you think if Butter, like if a Cenobite drops dead, mm -hmm. like a like an afterlife Cenobite, they're just a person again. So oh, like man, cool. Butterball drops dead at Heart Attack Burger in Vegas. And then like, they're like, oh my God, Butterball died. And then it starts like moving around and whatever. And then it stands back up and it's just like Jim Belushi. <laughs> oh, hey, what did I miss? Uh, yeah, I used to be a Cenobite. Vegas sounds good. I could eat. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Oh, this, this is the this final is the big, finale thing where yeah. basically Sam Neill and uh, and Lawrence Fishburne are going toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Yeah. Sam Neill shows him what's going to happen in hell. And this is when we see the Event Horizon crew getting fucked up a little bit here. Yeah. yeah. And this is, were we sort of positing this might be some of the deleted stuff? Probably, Must too. Be, yeah, more I and mean, more yeah. dirty shit, like yeah. more bloody stuff. It's like, oh, here's some fake blood. Oh, little maggots. Ooh. A lot of maggot players, yeah, which is like so. I guess there's flies in hell, Lord of the Flies, sure, yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah. Uh, but then like Fishburne's like, no, and like kind of he gets hold of the detonator, and it's a great like Sam Neill without his eyeballs and shit is yelling at him, like, Do you see? Yeah, do you see? And he goes, Yes, I do. Bam, he hits that detonator. Kaboom. But so the, the detonator just separates them. Lawrence Fishburne does indeed yes. go to hell. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's yep. a bummer. Yeah. It's a yeah. bit of a downer ending. The whole Sequel ship. Sequel setup. <laughs> the whole ship gets sucked down into hell. It's great. I will say that's, again, that's not that's why you don't have Arnold in this movie. I will not be going to hell under any circumstances. But think about that yeah. sequel, dude, where he's like, hell's about to get a load of me, you know? Well, that would just be <laughs> doom like, at that point. Yeah. I'm, Fucking Schwarzenegger and Doom would have been the best movie ever made. <laughs> it would have been. Way it would have been terrible, but it would have been fun. <laughs> oh yeah, fun, terrible, not yes. just like excruciatingly boring, terrible, like the Doom if, movie turned out to from be. From 2005, previous episode. If it had, if that had been his first horror movie instead of End of Days, everybody would have been much happier. Yeah, and yeah. it would have arrived at the right time. Were they trying to get Arnold for that movie? I mean, they were trying to get that movie made oh. forever. I don't know about him specifically. But oh, I see. It since yeah, like yeah. that since that game did well, they're like, we got to do this. We right. Do yeah. this. Uh, so yeah, the Event Horizon goes down to hell. Kablooey. and the uh, <laughs> and Cooper and uh, what's her name Stark Stark uh, yes, yes. go back into the hypersleep. We get a 72 days later. Mm. Uh, they sort of like reach back into comfortable space and they, the little rescue team here comes in. Comfortable space. <laughs> These rescue workers come in. They have all have dark helmet. 
Sure. Um, <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, Jolie Richardson uh, comes out. She's like freaking out. What's happening? What's happening? Uh, face goes up. Yep. There he is again. Sam, Sam Neil. Neil screaming. Fake out. A total fake out here. Just, I guess, like when you're doing this hypersleep thing in this world, yeah. like you just have bad dreams. It's like if you eat too late and then go to bed right away. Well, yeah, yeah. or if you literally are a quarter mile from hell, you're probably going to have some nightmares afterwards. <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so she wakes up. And it's kind of funny, like, every single time you see someone exit one of these hypersleep chambers yeah. in this movie, they just fall out of this thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like... And they're, like, coughing and throwing up, like, water. cryosleep water. water. Yeah. yeah, you feel like... There should be some sort of seatbelt or something yeah. that just like hooks you in so everyone's not just falling That's, flat on their face when they wake up. You're slamming your knees every time. Yeah, it's not it's, good. It's, it's fucked up. Or not just good. put them down, face down. You know what I mean? You well, open it up. Maybe that's how you wake up, you know? You, otherwise, you'd be like slow and groggy. Like, oh, oh, this yeah. is it really just pushes mm-hmm. you right back into reality. Yeah, you know what? Exactly. You got to get back to work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Come on. That's true. The ship's not going to fly itself. <laughs> it's been doing it for the last 50 days, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, certainly it can, but not anymore. Yeah, get working. Uh, and but yeah, so then it's like, oh, oh, it's all, it's, it's all totally out. fine. Don't worry. Fake out. She's out. okay. She's okay. That's it. It's just a. It's like we're safe. The end. It's like cue that yeah. funky shit. Fucking yeah. great, man. Fucking uh, great. Lean and mean. This movie. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it is weird. Like it functions totally fine. But this is a movie that I would gladly watch a longer cut. I really would. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Any minute. Give it to me. It's kind of, I mean, I, I I did not look up any numbers here, but it seems like you could have got a good, uh, I'm not saying theatrical franchise here, but this could have been a nice direct-to-DV oh, big uh, or direct-to-video, you know. Something or other. Yeah, yeah Event Horizon 2 back in it. I'm uh-huh. surprised it didn't. Like, if you're going to do Hollow Man 2, why not do this? Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, cross. even yeah, even one of those, like, years later, nothing Doesn't sequels, in-name only sequels. Yeah. Kind of weird that it just never... There was on IMDb, and I'm looking up to see if it's even mentioned here. It's not. Oh, well, no, there is. Uh, there, there was supposed to be a TV series by Adam Wingard. About- oh, wow. oh, that'd be cool. It's on a, it's on IMDb. No no real dates or anything like that. So who probably never going to happen. But you know, event, nice. event Horizon Six. We're going to Valhalla, the Viking dimension. <laughs> event Horizon versus Prometheus. Ooh. The best dream up since Godzilla versus God. Oh man, if you could make one of those big white fellas into a Hellraiser type of guy, that'd be oh, something. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but that is going to do it for Paul W.S. Anderson's Event Horizon, folks. We'll go around the horn here. Steve Sadak, uh, recommendations and final thoughts? Yeah, it's super fun. Uh, it's a, a cool, again, like a really nice runtime. It's spooky scary, which I like. You know, I, I like doing more horror on this show. It's fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's it it holds up. You know what I mean? Like, it's a great great two-hander with uh, Lawrence Fishburne and Samuel. When In those scenes, the movie really sings. Yeah. Other times, not so much. But I really think that <laughs> The two of them playing off each other is kind of really fun to watch. Chris Cabot. Oh, yeah. I love this movie. Uh, uh, I, I don't think there are many movies that do space horror well when it's not involving aliens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. very rare that you get one that works like this. And, I mean, of course, they all end up conjuring Solaris in some way. But, hey, I love Solaris, <laughs> so I don't really care that much. I like this movie. It's probably my favorite Paul W.S. Anderson movie. There you go, Eric. Yeah, I agree with my esteemed colleagues. I think this is a lot of fun with Sam Neill and uh, Lawrence Fishburne playing off each other. It's great. It's a lot of fun. 
I like the hell stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is a total recommend for me. I rewatched it like sometime kind of in quarantine, I think, maybe. Um, I don't revisit it a lot, but now, I, like this time through, I kind of want to. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. ooh, like, let's, I can't wait. When am I going to go back to hell? <laughs> uh, I don't know. But yeah, Larry Fishburne and Sam Neill together, that is the highlight of this shit and all the spooky, scary, gross stuff. Hey, I would have, like I said, had another 35 minutes of grossness. Sure. Uh, whatever. But uh, that is going to do it for Paul W.S. Anderson's Event Horizon, folks. If you want more We Hate Movies, of course, check out patreon.com slash we hate movies. Got a lot going on there. As always, this month we have a We Love Movies episode uh, all about Last Action Heroes. Speaking of Arnold. Sure. Mm-hmm. He's all over that episode. Had a lot of fun there. We do an animation damnation on Morbius. If you're still thirsty for more Morbius content. <laughs> yes, of course. If you're thirsty for Morbius. Yes. <laughs> Another Once Upon a Lifetime with uh, Stop by My Doctor 3. A Patient's Revenge. <laughs> Once in a Lifetime, I think the show is Once called. Once in a Lifetime. Sorry <laughs> It's about been that. a long day. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's been a long day. Did we mention Last Action Hero? We did. We did. Well, you know what? I'm going to mention it again. That's going to be on <laughs> patreon.com slash we ate movies. Uh, we also have a Gleep Glossary, Eric, on who? Uh, the Emperor's Royal Guards. I sort of wanted to reread some comic books before I did this one, but I didn't. But it's going to be <laughs> they're an in, they're interesting fellows. The guys in the red. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's our Star Wars side show where we talked about talk about random stupid little characters. So we'll have fun with them. Yeah, there we go. And of course, there'll be a new uh, Nexus episode out this month. We are back on track with TOS and TNG. And of course, if you didn't get it, uh, we do a commentary on the first uh, Harry Potter film where a lot of it is spent bashing J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so be sure to get on that. It's a lot of fun. It's one of those you can watch along with us. And if you want that movie to fuck off, hey, totally fine. Yeah. And you can just listen to it. Same experience, mm-hmm. I feel. Uh, and then, of course, on the main feed, the show continues next week, next Tuesday. Brand spanking new episode, Steve. What are we talking about? We are going to be talking about Bullet Time. It's Max Payne, ladies and gentlemen. Oh boy! Oh fuck! I have never seen this movie. I'll find me, out. This me week. either, actually. Oh, Ooh. you're not gonna like it. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 no, I, I saw it years ago. It's trash. It's like a Sin City kind of a scenario. Yeah, Am I wrong? Sort of. I think the games were kind of like that too. Got right? it. I, we'll see if I. If I remember right, the games had a fictional drug. I don't remember if yes. the movie does or not. It's like we'll a slow-mo type drug. Oh, really? So now I'm just going to be thinking about wanting to watch Dread. Yes, yeah, probably. <laughs> so until next week with Max Payne, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.